بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Famously at the end of Surah Al-Anbiyat uh, We're all aware that Allah describes the Prophet والسلام, And this is the default description of the Prophet that we have in our deen That we derive from the Quran at the end of Surah 21, Surah Al-Anbiyat وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ That we did not send you except as a mercy to mankind, as a mercy to creation, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One of the uh, very clear examples of this, and it's it's one of those stories that by the time you get to this point in the seerah, it really makes you stop in your tracks. It makes you freeze for a moment and to re-read what you just read or re-listen to what you just listened to, re-watch you know, what you just watched if, uh, if you're watching a lecture you get to the point after the major struggles in Mecca. And it's important for us to keep in mind that at the very beginning of the mission of the Prophet when he initially receives revelation and then he seeks refuge with his wife Sayyidah Khadija anha, seeking comfort with her and, and he opens up to her about what happened. She immediately comforts him and offers her full support to him anha. And soon after that, she says, let's go speak to my cousin, Waraqa bin Nawfal. And one of, so the Prophet explained what had happened. And part of the response of Waraqa bin Nawfal, who was, who was uh, it says that he, would, he was a scholar of, uh, of religion, and he was a Christian living in Mecca, and he would, you know, read the Bible. So he, he was, he had a history of being very connected with scripture, with revelation essentially. That's why Sayyidah Khadija thought, let's, let's go talk to him because he may know something related to this. The Prophet explains and then he responds saying that the same angel you know, that came to you is the same one who came to Prophet Musa salam. And part of what really astonished the Prophet was when Waraqa responded to him. Part of his response was, I wish that I was younger so I could support you when your people turn you out of your city. And it was, this was beyond astonishing to the Prophet, like, because he was so loved up until that point. They nicknamed him as Sadiq al-Amin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the truthful, the trustworthy. He had a flawless reputation with everyone. Everyone loved him. What was the response of his own people when there was the whole issue with remodeling the Kaaba and the Black Stone and they were almost going to start fighting and potentially killing each other because they were so concerned with that honor. So one of them suggested, okay, we're, we don't want to open this door of bloodshed because at times there could have been a horse race and after that somebody kills somebody and then there's tribal warfare for several decades at times. They didn't want things to, you know, get buck wild and, and out of control. So one of them suggested the next person, we don't know who it's going to be, the next person who enters, they're going to decide and none of us are going to argue with that. They agreed. And then when it happened to be the Prophet ﷺ, this is pre-revelation. So this is pre-Prophethood ﷺ. He enters and then all of them were happy because they knew that if there's anyone who can help us in this situation, he's actually the best one to help us in our scenario. This was his reputation with them, and he gave a very wise response, a very wise suggestion, and everybody was, was happy with it, everybody was content, there was no bloodshed, there was no fighting. So when he heard from Waraqa that his own people were going to turn him out of the city, these were his own people, this was his own city, it, it was confusing to him initially, alayhi and then we know what happens in Mecca and, and you come across the different struggles and the pain and the tribulations and, and the torture and sometimes worse than that, so on and so forth. Eventually they get to Medina 
you have all of these different things happening and there's all of this buildup and then you get to the point when they're marching towards Mecca and they're about to conquer the city of Mecca, the same city that he was turned out from. So eventually what Waraka said became true, that he was turned out of his own city, from his own people, and he sought refuge, he found refuge in Medina and the people of Medina and the Prophet was so deeply appreciative of that even when he conquered Mecca he prayed in Mecca it's referring to Mecca referring to Mecca the Prophet was born and raised in the city of Mecca where was of course he spent time with Halima Sa'diya but you get the idea when he conquers Mecca he prays in Mecca the prayer of a traveler SubhanAllah, think about this. He prays in Mecca the prayer of a traveler because he can only have like one residence. When it comes to praying as a traveler, you have one residence. And that residence in his heart, in his life was Medina at that point, But what I want to shed a little bit of light on, before this, when they're on their way marching to Mecca, on their way, someone from among his army, from his, from, from his group, they mention that today is a day of malhamat, today is a day of, 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 of slaughter, today is a day of revenge basically. And he's saying this on, like thinking on behalf of the Prophet because what was the, the, the biggest issue that he had with what had happened in Mecca, the fact that the Prophet himself was so mistreated, والسلام, along with the, the, the Muslims, but especially the Prophet. So he's kind of upset on behalf of the Prophet saying like today, today we're going to get them. Today we're you know we're gonna we're we're gonna uh, 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 we're gonna get ours today, but the Prophet himself responds sallallahu alaihi wasallam and like you hear this you come across it you have to go back reread it and rewind it, and the Prophet himself as the general of this army wasallam, responds as the head of state of the Muslims responds saying no rather today is a day of marham, like who can do that wasallam. So when, when we learn about who the Prophet was, you get all the way to this point, there's so much buildup. And then now he's reconquering the city that he was kicked out of just a few years earlier. And now he's conquering it after Badr, Uhud, Ahzab, all the Hudaybiyah, and, and you know, the, the fact that that treaty ended up being broken, tied in directly with the conquest of Mecca. But look at the heart of the Prophet, the intention of the Prophet. I'm not here to shed blood. That is not my intention. That is not my priority. So anyone who says Islam spread by the sword, you might, if it could, what did he do on that day? Today is a day of marhamah. Today is a day of mercy. We ask Allah to fill our hearts with mercy. We ask Allah to accept our efforts. We ask Allah to overlook our shortcomings. And we ask Allah to help us to connect with what it means to send salawat and durood upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Amin rabbil alameen. Wa akhiru da'wa alhamdulillah.